Welcome to The Bolt, the official podcast of Trinity Basin Preparatory, a charter school in the Dallas-Fort Worth area where we share interesting stories and strategies from across our district. I'm Connor Rogers. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Trey. Hey, Connor. How are you today? I am busy. I, I think one teacher described it as, we're all November tired in September. <laughs> it's, oh, no. That's how we're all That's feeling. very true. Yeah. Yes. How are you feeling? The are you feeling the same way? November tired. Yeah. I think that yeah. checks out. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, well, we've got a lot today. So this this episode, I'll just preface with, we've recorded this episode with mics, but our yes. intro we had to do over Zoom. So I'm sorry for the poor audio quality in the introduction here, but hopefully be the, better. Yeah. the content of, of both this introduction and the episode is, is great and the audio quality of the episode itself that will be great. Um, but Mr. Trey, I wanted to ask you about the 25th film in the MCU, which is Shang-Chi <laughs> and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, have you seen it? I have seen it. I saw it uh, on Labor Day, actually. Yeah. And, um, and what'd you think? No spoilers. What'd you think? <clears throat> I thought it was fine. I honestly, I don't know if it was because, um, yeah, no spoilers. And this may be a completely um, terrible review. I dozed off at least once. I don't think that's any fault of the movie, but like, if it was during the third act, then I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, it it, it was. Yeah. Um, I also did like a fantasy draft the night before, so I was a little maybe I was just a little tired. But um, yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought there was a lot of really really great action pieces in it. Yeah, there's good choreography. Yeah, really really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I was kind of I was disappointed with how disappointed I was. I really wanted to love it, and I didn't love it. So I think maybe that knocked it down a few notches. How did yeah, you think, um, uh, feel about it? I thought it was the best BMW commercial that I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> um, very, very good BMW commercial. Um, yeah, no, it was just kind of an eh. And like, I have a friend group and we're, we text about, you know, the what if and the latest Marvels and they're like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. And we were both like, one friend hadn't seen it and the other two friends uh, were like, you can wait. Like, you don't need to yeah. rush to see it. And that just kind of, I felt like summed it up. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, really cool stuff to see, though. There was yeah. a lot of really cool visuals. And like you said, the the choreography was, was beautiful. But uh, yeah. Decent, decent soundtrack, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. But before we get onto the episode topic, um, I wanted to tell you um, that I met your sister. <laughs> um, who shall remain nameless, uh, yeah. but she does work in this district. So we'll leave it at that. Yes, um, yes she does. And uh, so it was really funny because I walk into her classroom and she's like sitting at her teacher table and I introduce myself like, I'm Connor Rogers. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't actually say it in that cadence, but uh, everyone's like, you know, I work, I work with Trey and it's nice to finally meet you. She's like, oh, okay, very cool. And then, uh, so now I was about to walk out, she's like, wait, you work with Trey, you're in technology. Like, here, can you help me fix this iPad? <laughs> so then I ended up fixing an iPad and oh, we nice. got it connected to the Wi-Fi. It was not connected to the Wi-Fi. So, um, well, first of all, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, yeah. She, um, she works, uh, she's in pre-K four. We'll narrow it down too much, but anyway, yeah, she's, uh, she, she told me that story as well. Mm -hmm. She was, <laughs> she, the way she told it was though, that, that you came in and were like, I, I'm Connor. I work with Trey. Like that was going to like give, give you some brownie points with her. And she's like, yeah. that doesn't help at all. That may be a negative actually. <laughs> may knock oh. you down. I know okay. Trey. Oof, sorry. You know, yeah. My condolences, right? Yeah. My condolences. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. But anyway, 
what's the uh, what's the episode we're doing today? So today we're going to do a little blast from the past. Um, we are we are going into the way way back machine to find out uh, some things about uh, TVP past, which is interesting because our very first episode, speaking of going way back, our very first episode, you did kind of a, a, a crash course on the history of TVP. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I knew everything there was to know about TVP. And boy, was <laughs> I wrong? No, I, no, we, we just did in that first episode, we did the, like the chronology. Right. right. This right. is like, I want the stories. You yeah. know, like we, if we're going to share interesting stories and tragedies from our district, these, these are some good stories we got for here. sure. Yeah. I was, this was, this was a fun one to just to learn, just to learn some stuff that I, I had no idea about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So we, so we, we have um, Jennifer Maston, who's the principal at our Pafford campus, uh, and Therese Dean, who works in HR. I don't remember her exact title. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, um, so, yeah, they, they've been here. <sighs> 13 years a piece or something like that. I've been here in a while. Different roles at different mm-hmm. locations. Yeah. yeah. So they, they've been at TBP a while and we wanted to kind of pick their brain and be like, tell us about some more of TBP's history. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Let's take it to our guests. Um, I'm Therese Dean. I'm currently the HR coordinator here at TBP. I am Jennifer Maston. I'm currently the principal at our Pafford campus. That's great. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Absolutely. So we're here to talk about, we're taking a look back. We're in the way, way back machine. Um, and, and not we, the magic machine. Not the magic <laughs> machine that we talked about last week yeah. with, with, uh, with Leslie. But uh, so when did each of you join? When did you start at TBP? June 16th, 2008. That's oh. just like an HR person telling the exact start date. <laughs> yeah. June 16th, 2008. Wow. Yes. And I actually think mine was June 4th. 2008. Whoa. Same year. Yep. I don't think yeah, I knew we that. Were, yeah, we started yep. the same. We started the same. Wow. Same time. Yep. But you've got more experience, clearly. I mean, that's 12 days. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, yeah. exactly. She's senior. Yes. She's senior. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> got I've, it. I've seen a lot of things, you know. <laughs> okay, cool. So, like, how, how has your, because I know you guys didn't have those roles at the time, right? So, like, tell us about what positions you've had and kind of how that changed over time. So I started as a vice principal. I was at a I was a vice principal at a Catholic school down in Ennis, and that school closed. And so I had reached out up here because one of the, my principal's wife was a teacher up at at the what is now the Ewing campus. And so I had applied and um, met with um, Mr. Schaefer and James Isbell, who was the director of upper school education at the time. And I was hired to be the vice principal at Grace Temple. They had new, he had, James had been the principal there. He was promoted to the director of upper school. And so he had promoted somebody as principal and they hired me as his vice principal. And so I did that for a year. And then I was moved to principal the following year. And I did that until 2013. And then I went to Peams for a year. And then I was moved into the HR position in 2014. So currently, my current position, I've had the longest, the longest. of all of my positions here. Did you, did you know she was the principal? I did, okay. and I'll tell you why. Okay. I don't know how many years ago this was. I Googled TBP or something. I, maybe I was looking for a logo or something. This is before maybe Manolo started, and he had this like folder full of all of our logos and cool stuff. But uh, And I think a picture of both of you came up, but you're, you're, it's like your headshot and it and you're sitting behind a like a, it says like principal Therese Dean. I was like principal, <laughs> what? 
So, yeah. yeah, crazy, huh? Yeah, that was they back in the day before we had all this. We had a technology guy who we had to do a video welcoming oh. people to our campus. Gotcha. And that's probably where I was sitting at a desk, and I'm like, I realized then how hard it is to be your like a television guy because you're talking to a camera, and it, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I well, thought. Well, you're doing great on the podcast so far. So, Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I uh, was the diagnostician that was like doing, working for Fort Worth ISD, which is where I came from, was also doing like consulting diag work for us here at TBP. And she was like, oh, there's going to be like a opening for a principal. And so I reached out to Mr. Schaefer and I interviewed with him first. And then I think second, it was him and James Isbell. And so I started as principal of the upper school. So that would have been grades five through eight on the Ewing campus that also had a lower school principal that did the pre-K through fourth grade. So I was at the Whoa. Ewing campus with her for two years. Yeah, I think so. And then I was there by myself for a year and then moved to the modular building. Yep. Yep. Went to the modular at building. Yep. At 10th street. And then did operations at admin for a year. And that sent me running back to the campuses. <laughs> then I was over the church and the modular for for a while and then opened Jefferson and wow. was there and then now this year transferred over to to Patford. So right. yeah, and when Maston was at Ewing it was called Trinity Basin. So there were two charters back then. Right. So she was at Trinity Basin and I was at SLAS, SLAS. School of Liberal okay. Arts and yeah. Science. Yeah. Yeah. And then we they didn't have a mascot at at the Trinity at that school because we only at that time had three campuses. The current Ewing and then um, down the street on Marcellus, there's Oak Cliff Methodist Church, which is where we had our pre-K through second grade School of Liberal Arts and Sciences kids that wear the traditional navy blue plaid and stuff. And right. then they, fi- they filtered up to the, to the church that had three through 10. But the Ewing campus, we had the same outfit except for white shirts and maroon plaid ties. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so the School of Liberal Arts and Sciences was the Spartans. We did, there was no um, mascot at the Ewing campus. And the, the kids came up with like three different ones. And then like myself and the staff was like, okay, we're going to help them like figure out what we're going to be. So we're not like <laughs> something really silly. And they came up with the Tigers. Okay. And so that when Mr. Schaefer then consolidated the charter to just be Trinity Basin Preparatory, he took the Spartans oh. and the Tigers and made the Titans. I, that's crazy. I never knew that. I Did had you no know idea. that? No. That's so cool. <laughs> that is oh. so great. And oh. then he, so he kind of kept that Tiger Titans, but then he kept the Slash Blue. So as to kind of marry the two, because it there wasn't, I wouldn't say like a really rivalry between the two, but it was definitely one was this sure, and yeah. one was this. Sure. And so trying to get existing staff to kind of come together. That yeah. is so cool. That's so cool. That's where Titans came from. It was Tigers and Spartans. Yeah, yeah. I was I was first blown away. That that kind of took uh, took the thunder. But uh, did you say pre K through eighth was all at Ewing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Where did you so, put everybody? Yeah. <laughs> so there were only four sections. Okay. Of each. Yeah. So okay. It was crazy. But still, you're. You're yep. full. You're yeah. yeah. Yep. Wow. That's 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 nuts. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh man. 
So to have, now, as you both are uh, one current principal, one former principal, you have opinions about uniforms and dress code. How do you feel about the switch from the maroon to the navy? Do you feel like that was a good move, or do you like you want to bring the maroon back? Or I, I, we were we were at SAS, we were the navy already. So okay. I'll let Mastin answer that. I, don't, I think um, the blue shirts looked better. The white shirts got really oh, sure. dirty and <laughs> stuff like that. So I kind of think the blue looked better. I don't think anybody was overly upset about no, about so. that. Mm-hmm. Seemed like it was a pretty smooth transition back mm-hmm. then. That's good. Yeah. So it sounds like the uniforms have changed a little bit, at least half of them anyway. Uh, but clearly, and we were talking about before the show that uh, we've been here about four or five years apiece. You guys have been here obviously a little longer. What has remained? What has stuck around uh, from those days, from those early days at TBP? You know, I, I think for me, the thing that, that remains constant for me is the dedication to serving the students that mm. we serve. Uh, you know, when I when I got here, I came from a private school, and so everybody did everything, right? You didn't have a group that did this or somebody did that. When I ca- came here, like, our teachers didn't have conference periods. They were required to eat lunch with their students. Mm. They were required to do a morning duty, afternoon duty, tutoring, um, and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, that is so much. And oh. and one of the ladies that, I mean, both James, who was director of upper school education, and Shadera Morrison was the director of lower school education, and they were both extraordinarily passionate about serving these kids. Mm. And and they said, you, some of them are so far behind, you need every minute when you're in class to do instruction. The time that you have to get to know them and develop relationships outside of just the teacher student is at lunch and before and after school mm-hmm. which was the rationale for doing that so when people ask me about my experience that's still what I remember most like mm-hmm. it's it's foreign for me when I walk onto a campus and like oh I don't have duty today or I don't have this I'm like oh wow I mean so that's <laughs> I mean that's still where my head is a lot of times sure yeah no I would I would agree with that I think it's I think the way we do it has probably changed a little bit but I think that's still like a a constant that Mr. Schaefer sort of sends out to everybody that that's like that's his vision um I think like the the discipline the smaller class sizes the dress code they've they've changed a little bit but it's it's still pretty constant it's um mm-hmm. it's still pretty pretty much the same as it, it always has been I mm-hmm. think um so I think that's one thing that like a lot of our parents can count on that have been with us maybe since pre-k and their kids finish with us in eighth grade they that, you know, that is a pretty constant thing for them, I think. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And hearing you guys talk, it sounds like it's always been a part of our culture to be put the kids first, right? And mm-hmm. you still see that in the mm-hmm. principal meeting today, right? That right. be about the kids and be about TBP, you know? And, and like if I were to roll on a campus and say, hey, any, we need to make this change and give the rationale as it's for kids, like I, I know people are going to be behind that because right. that's just part of who we are. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, speaking of our kids and... It's so like, so demographic wise, right now we're sitting at 90% of our students are Hispanic, 7% African American, 90% economically disadvantaged, and 61% English language learners. Not quoting the actual percentages, but like, have it, has it been more or less the same from, like, has that typically been the population we've served over the years? I think it's predominantly been the Hispanic. I think where we've seen a higher higher numbers is in the African Americans, because mm-hmm. I think we've moved into, into areas that, that there are... Um, more diversity in the demographic mm-hmm. makeup because when I got here, like Mastin said, there was three campuses all up and down, basically Jefferson, right? It's oh, that's right. right. Okay. Area. And that's yeah. all there yeah. was. And mm-hmm. so it was right in the heart of Oak Cliff, and that was pretty much what 
I saw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would I would have to kind of piggyback as now kind of going to Fort Worth to Pafford, which is near the seminary and stuff. Mm-hmm you do see a higher Asian population mm-hmm. that you don't see at any of our other campuses and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that's due to, again, the location and where right. it is and stuff. So, right. But by and large, I would still say, you know, we have a high Hispanic population at mm-hmm. the schools and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's been relatively constant. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. So, Ms. Messon, I know you love new programs and new <laughs> apps that we roll out every year. Uh, so I just want to ask, what new programs has TBP implemented that have that have stayed and kind of stuck around that, that haven't changed year to year? And oh, we have a new thing that that really had the most impact on staff students. Well, my initial answer is my technology never works, but I get that's not exactly what you're asking for. Cut her mic. Cut her mic. <laughs> um, I would have to say we've had the help desk mm-hmm. for. I think that was a David Oberschlake mm-hmm. thing, and he was here pretty early on, and that's when we were trying to get, you know, kind of starting to grow and get processes processes down and stuff. But but having the the help desk has sort of been a constant. Mm-hmm. Now it has evolved. The way that it For looks sure. is certainly not the way that it it started out. Right. For sure. But uh, and now we've got facilities, operations is in there as well, yes. up and out. So it's kind of all going through the same process. Yeah. I mean, in my technology, usually works for the most part. <laughs> you got to get that dig in there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about an HR? I know you guys are always constantly running out new programs and things to make sure that everybody's getting served appropriately and getting their forms and documents and everything on time. Yeah, that's you know, that's a challenge for me because I made this comment in this phone meeting we had this morning, this afternoon. I'm the least technologically advanced person in my department probably I'm trying to learn and get better at all of those things you helped get me into Google Docs you three years ago <laughs> and you said just try it I'm like okay then I try I mean like I use them all the time you hear that Connor um, Google I'm, I'm yeah I, I was sometimes. shocked that you taught someone else Google Docs I know, yeah I know true so I mean I but but what I've learned it's you know is what I learned how to do when I first started in this job in 2014 with I might be getting into something else that you might talk about later, but we had less than 200 employees, so I could do things more mm. manually, right? Mm. And we'll have over 600 employees this year. Wow. Um, and, and that manual process is not efficient. Right. And so we're, you know, putting more things in, um, DocuNav or LaserFish and using frontline recruiting and hiring and, and Skyward for those, for, for forms and things like that. So I think we're working really hard to make that happen and um but it's a it's a learning curve because with the pandemic you know it's like oh my gosh it it just threw a wrench in everything and you had to learn different ways right away for sure so did you say laser fish would i mean that's not a fish with a laser beam attached to it so so that's a that's where all we store all of the employee files so we don't have paper files for anybody anymore it's all scanned It's, it's basically a document repository and so it's DocuNav is the company. I'm, I may get, I may be getting that wrong. Whether it's DocuNav mm-hmm. and LaserFish or LaserFish right. yeah. and DocuNav, but um, yeah. So that we we moved there, I think right before the the year 1920, maybe at the beginning of that. The years are all so. messed up with the pandemic. I, I, I am so yes, it's been like, it's been like three years, two or three years, three yeah. years, I think. 
And yeah. they started like a, back at Zang. What do you scan it? Yep, mm-hmm. they did. And it's kind of like you see that now at businesses. They'll take your ID or something and scan it in something mm-hmm. and yep. they're putting it somewhere. Right. The files mm-hmm. are in the computer. <laughs> in, the in the computer. In yeah. the cloud. Mm-hmm. In the cloud. And yeah. Scott, I should probably know this, but I don't. Uh, have we always been Skyward? No. Yeah. So what was before that? Which time? Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Really? So I think when I got here, we had, was it Power, Power School? But what was, there was something between, so if Power School was JR3. JR3. Oh, wow. So we called, yeah, I'm not, I won't say what we called it, but yeah. <laughs> both of those programs were less than ideal for us. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, Skyward's and not perfect, I so if it was. I still find Skyward <laughs> yeah. less than ideal yeah. for myself. Yeah. I think what I've learned is how, so when you get a new program or product, you have to like implement it the right way. You don't get to, you know what I mean? Like sometimes <laughs> I think we think we know better than the people who sell the products. Yeah, but I also think sometimes the people who make the product aren't like the users, Correct. you know. That's true too. I don't know what the happy medium is, but I yeah. now I, think, I will tell Mr. Dworkin this all day long. I don't know that we always get the full version <laughs> of all the products <laughs> that we purchase. Yeah. <laughs> and then come to find out with one we had only did get a small sampling of what it could do <laughs> yeah we uh we called that the bootleg version at papford uh, yeah. we were like, oh we got bootleg sharepoint or whatever yeah. yep uh, getty images across the yeah, yeah. program um well, it was some, oh speaking of technology and how it used to be um one thing i think that is like changed but if anyone who's here before this like you guys will remember when we had the computers on wheels the cows yes and I, it was I like know. this big clunky cart with all the laptops yep. in it and like, Never. if you wanted laptops for your class, you had to rent out the cow or whatever, yep. and, and yep. hope the teacher before you plugged everything back in. Back yep. in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Oh, never we again. had. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean that's not been that long it ago when Mr. Green would send out the email with the cow police because you had not <laughs> <laughs> picture of like a cow like didn't oh, plug hilarious. them back in. You didn't return them. They didn't. Uh, that's great. Mm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so speaking about TB- TBP traditions. Um, convocation is our big, you know, kickoff to the start of the school year. So you guys have seen your fair amount of convocations, right? <laughs> 13 of them, just about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, aside from the ones that Mr. Trey and I hosted. I know. I feel like this is with, a loaded question. With, are there other <laughs> ones that stand out in your memory? Um, well, there is one. So when we were smaller, where convocation would be held would be in the Fellowship Hall of Grace Temple. Church, oh, wow, over yeah. at Over in 10th Street. So everyone would be down there in the basement. Um, and so the first year we were here, I think it was maybe the second, I can't remember. You can remind me when we went to Houston. Okay. Yep. So we drove to Houston. So it was Maston. It was the principals. And I think James Isbell and Shadir was there and I don't, maybe a couple other people. And I'm, I'm not kidding. We spent, I don't know, an hour and a half defining what a flip-flop was for the staff because dress code. And during the convocation, when we talked about dress code, everybody had a flip-flop on a stick. One, was, one side was red and one side was green. And so they would flash pictures up of different kinds of articles of clothing or shoes, and you had to wow. vote red or green whether it was fit in dress code or not. Oh, oh my God. This is true. My son was an IA at, at, at yep. Ewing, and he <laughs> talked to me after. He goes, Mom, that was the most life-sucking thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Was it, like, fun, and was everybody in on it? Or was it, like, what are we doing? What is this? 
Oh, it was really fun. Okay, yeah. sure. You had a great time. No. To be in the basement of, of the Fellowship Hall of Grace Temple with... Holding up flip-flops. <laughs> yeah. Packed just with people. Notes for next year's convocation. Uh, yes. Flip-flop, <laughs> flip-flop vote. Got no, it. No, go over the dress code. Like, that's the that's the part that I think is the soul-sucking. It's like, yeah. convocation yes. should get you fired up. It's and it's thing. like, don't wear capris. Like, that's not, <laughs> you know? Like, yes. Yes, that's... Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's how it was. So. Yep. I will say, one of the most... I still remember this is um, James Isbell at the time was talking to everybody. And it, this is where I think it was kind of in, inspiring. He's like trying to encourage people to bring their best every day. And he said, you know, I want you to think about if your child or my child has a bad teacher, they have us and we can help them. And for our students, if you, if you don't bring your A game every day, those kids are losing instruction. Mm. And it was that kind of mentality I think mm-hmm. that when you when you think of it that way you take for granted what you can help your own kids do. like you know if you help your daughter Connor right mm-hmm. if she has a bad teacher you can help her or your wife can help her mm-hmm. um, but for some of our kids they don't have any help and so it was that I think was attempt to be inspiring it inspired me but because mm-hmm. well, I still, you still remember, remember it, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that was mm-hmm. easily 10 years ago easy mm-hmm. yeah 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 any convocation memories other than flip-flops? I, well, we're still, I remember one, and I don't, it could have been the same one, who knows? And I don't exactly, I don't exactly remember all of the context, but we were doing something and like, I'm playing the sheriff, but then there's some point where <laughs> we there's some singing or something about a bill becomes a law or something. And like a schoolhouse rock? Like schoolhouse requisition? Rock, I don't, yeah, I don't know, but I'm just, I can't remember though the sheriff, because it was like, I was... We were. I could have been another dress code situation, and we had to bring the law in. Aston did have some opinions about dress code. I still do have a bunch of opinions about dress code. We used to play some games, and there was that was one time when people were like, "Oh man, she's competitive!" Like mm-hmm. it was like you. I don't remember what we were doing, but I remember being in the NPR at at Ewing. Right. Yeah, it was. It was there was there were some really fun times, but there were some other times too. Oh you, yeah. But you were the sheriff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what we were. I forget, but it's like I was vetoing or not doing. I mean, we were, but we were presenting at, at convocation. So from a so sheriff, we've, we've, we've come a long way. Yeah. Yes. We've from a sheriff a to, to peanut a piece butter of bread. toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Somehow I've gone backwards. <laughs> uh, so uh, excluding the current TVP staff, including the staff maybe in this room uh is there a former tv employee that uh you made uh you think made uh, a mark on tvp that you can remember uh, honestly i i i would say james and shadera mm-hmm. honestly i think for and i and i think they made a huge mark and and helped transition from where they were where tvp was like not not that it's amazing because we all got here, but there seems to be there's when I got here I heard stories yes. of how TBP was before, and and we're not like that anymore. And mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing. I think I think Mr. Schaefer and Leslie and Jay. I think really all of our chiefs. I'm not trying to just like blow smoke up someone's skirt, but I think what I tell people is I've I can honestly say that the first question out of any of those executives mouths now and forever since I've known any of them is how does it benefit our kids and mm-hmm. if it benefits our kids they're going to find a way to get you what you need and I, I just think that dedication 
it just filters down to the rest of us down, you know, that are below them that, you know, make me work like I work and I think make any of us do what we do. Yeah. No, I think I'd piggyback on that. I'd probably, if I had to pick one person, I'd probably say um, Shadara Morrison, but that, I think that'd primarily be because she was here for a little bit longer. Mm. Um, yeah. But but it was, uh, she, you know, she walked the walk and talked the talk. Like she would nest teachers she asked teachers to do a whole bunch, but then she she was right there with them like every second of the way. I think too she she helped create what everybody calls now like this family atmosphere mm -hmm. because she like you would you could call her at any time and she would pick that phone up and talk with you and help you and and mentor. But I think it kind of set it you know set that path in motion. I mean I think I think like Mr. Schaefer's Schaefer's super great, but like I don't know that like relational family building is like his go-to strength <laughs> if you know what i mean but he wanted that that was his right. vision and right. i think he's right. proud of what what that kind of started and then mm -hmm. i think that still carries over today people sure. we still describe tbp as a family yep oh, for yeah. sure yeah and it, well it bothers me when like every school describes it as a family because i'm like no but we actually are <laughs> 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 um but yeah, that's great james and shadera were their yeah. names right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's really special and I, I, I'm going to tell a story. I may have told you this before, but when you're talking about the executives, you know, saying it's all about the students first. A story that I told on one of our earlier episodes is that James asked me one time, he's like, well, how is this going to affect our shareholders? And I was like, what? I don't like that. And he's like, the shareholders, you know who they are, right? And I was like, no. And he said, those are the, the third graders and the pre-K kids and the eighth graders in our schools. And I was like, oh, I'm at the right place. Like yeah. that, <laughs> I like that. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which I think is our first episode, which we also do the history of yeah, the we'll dates. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, so go so back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So moving on, final four questions we ask every guest. Uh, so the first one, if TVP were a fictional character or celebrity, who would it be and why? <laughs> so, I, you know, part of me wants to say, like, Rocky, because, you know, I think about what you all, what technology did when the pandemic happened, right? Like how we were at the modular in between our 10th street and mm. passing out computers. And I kept saying to, I said to multiple people, we got to get the TV out here. We're like the first school district that has devices in all of our kids' hands. Right? So when I thought of that, I'm like, to me, Rocky is that proverbial guy that just takes a beating mm -hmm. and he keeps getting back up mm -hmm. and he keeps going until he can't go anymore. And we haven't got to that point where we can't go anymore. Hopefully we don't before I'm, you know, while I'm still here. But I just think, I think we just take whatever comes at us and try to make the best of whatever we have and keep going and moving forward. We really do. Yeah. I think, I think there's a rocky, it's like not how hard you hit, but how hard you can get hit and stay up or stay in the ring or something mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, that's great. And, and I'm glad it was that Rocky and not Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, no. No, the, the one who ended communism in the fourth movie. Yeah, that, exactly. That Rocky. Exactly. Got yeah. it. I think if I if I had to think of maybe a celebrity or or something, I I'm always gonna make some sort of Texas reference if I can. So I think I'm think I'm going Walker Texas I Ranger on you, <laughs> um, right? Because we just like I mean I don't, I don't think we're perfect or anything like that, but I think we we work hard, we stand for the right thing all of the time, and mm -hmm. and a lot of times that pays off for us. Mm -hmm. you know? That's great. And he's just pretty, you know. Pretty awesome, and can't you see Mr. Schaefer being like Walker Texas Ranger? <laughs> <laughs> we need to get him in a cowboy hat. Yeah, uh, there's the sheriff gig coming back up again. <laughs> there uh, you go. There you so go. So my question to you, Ms. Mastin. So obviously, like Chuck Norris, like he is Walker Texas Ranger. 
but there's a new Walker series on TV. Have you watched that I one yet? I have not watched that. Okay. I'm not always a fan of the new show. Now, the one I did do, and and like this will reveal a lot, is was the new 90210 that hey came now. out a few years ago. Like okay. I watched all of those episodes too. Um, <laughs> was it still good? Did it still? It was okay. still good. I mean, okay. wasn't the same. wasn't the same people, sure. but was still good. So I haven't done. I haven't seen the new one yet. Okay. I uh, I grew up watching 90210, so I know. Yeah, the Walshes and. But the original or the, the new original? One? No, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yes. Me too. Grew up. No, I wish I could say I grew up when the new one was coming. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, me <No>. too. <laughs> I've never seen that show. Oh my goodness! I'm just yeah. So. That's great. <laughs> okay, uh, so if you could inv- uninvent one thing, what would it be and why? So, I'm gonna say like. Like, probably like the Google Doc, because I want a piece of paper. Okay. I just want a piece of paper, and I want to write on it, and I want to mark it out, and I don't I don't want to have to share it, and then, did I make you an editor? Did I not make you an editor? Can you see it? Can you not see it? Like, I just I just want to write on the piece of paper and make my changes. Well, it, I, if you need some help with that, I know someone who's like a Google expert <laughs> sitting across from me, sitting next gotcha, to you. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you have, to, you have to say it's Dean because our listeners Dean. don't know where yeah, we're sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Dean will help you out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. See yeah. That, I see that. I see that's definitely improving my Google ability and skills. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's my go-to there. <laughs> All right, Miss so Dean. Google Docs. Okay. You know, I, I don't, what I want to say, uh, well, I'll say it, is the cell phone. Okay. And I like the I like the convenience of it for when there's an emergency. But what I don't like is I see too many people sitting in a group on their phone and oh, not yeah. engaging in conversation. And so yeah. I think I worry about our my grandkids, our young kids, because I think they're so used to, you know, oh, I gotta watch this. I, oh, 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 no, I gotta you know. And, and I think it sometimes I think it can be detrimental. Absolutely. I, it's, it's hard for me to say I don't want it because I use it all the time sure. and I love it. But I I think. I just think it's really hard to put it up sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely great as a tool, but once it becomes like your way to do everything and everything or anything and everything, it's, yeah, it can be consuming right. for sure. Right. Yeah. Well, and even like parents trying to use the phone as like a substitute, like, like oh, just give the, give the phone to the two-year-old. Like, no, I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. It bothers me. So. Right. Right. All right. So let's say hypothetically aliens are showing up to invade Earth. And we're, we're about to evacuate to a different planet. And you get to take three albums that are going to be part of New Earth. So what three albums are you going to take? I don't, I can't even, like, to me, that question is kind of funny. So I'm like, if, if somebody was young listening to this, they'd say, what's an album? Yeah. Oh, we've like, had, yeah, like, we've had, yeah, we've, we've crossed that threshold. And then when we had Schaefer on, he's like, well, we used to have double albums. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, so. those. I would probably take something from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Nice. Mm. I would probably take... I don't have a specific one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably take, I have to take something from country. I don't know what, like maybe a Garth Brooks okay. or. Um, You're talking in pieces. And then You're maybe. Offenses. Again, I don't. <laughs> Rope again, in the wind, the chase. Any, I don't have hits. any out. I mean, I used to have Seven. some that was That was pretty make, impressive. I know, that is good. And then I'd want to take probably a Christmas album, maybe an Andy Williams Christmas album. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> You know, one. you need to have Christmas music if yeah. you go to a new planet. Yeah, because then you preserve the holiday, exactly. like you preserve the traditions. Exactly. You know? Garth Brooks yeah. also has a Christmas album. You could just take that, and then yeah, it frees you up for something there else. There you go. Anyway. There, there you go. go. A twofer. 
Now, I think if you were asking me about movies, I would definitely have to take Christmas movies with mm. me. I could mm. watch those all oh, the time. I, too. I have stressed about this album situation <laughs> and have like literally nothing <laughs> to show for it. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I, hopefully they won't ask me that one. We won't have to all answer that one. So I may, I don't know. I don't know if I can off the top of my head. I. I probably I like the '80s a lot. Okay. I like okay. the '70s and country, um, but but old country. Um, okay. I like Nikki Gilly, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know some some older stuff, your honky tonk type music gotcha. and stuff like that. I love Ronnie Millsap though. So oh I probably, my god, I, like, I do too. Stranger and in all my of house. his songs are like yes. yeah. So love probably Ronnie for Millsap. sure. I try to think about like what would I listen to over and over and over. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I just like. I don't know. Pretty much got stumped on question number one on the first <laughs> of the four. Wow. Just really never made it past anything else. No, that's great. So, uh, Love Ronnie Millsap. That's awesome. Okay. Last but not least, just any any general life advice you'd like to share? Well, I love. The people at school are learning very quickly that I love the memes. Um, <laughs> they just like speak to me. So I have like two that I feel like define any advice I would give anyone. Uh huh. So I wish Americans loved America as much as Texans love Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. And let me find my other one real quick. It's down here. Like they're just full of them. Oh my gosh, look at that. So this is sort of how I just like sum up the way I feel about people. Son, don't never ask nobody where they're from. If they're from Texas, they'll tell you. If not, there ain't no sense in embarrassing them. <laughs> <laughs> She says with a Texas flag on her phone case. Yeah. Love it. Oh, well, she okay. she even had, when, when I was a principal and was privileged enough to be in the principal group text, mm-hmm. there was a whole commotion because she had Texas flag shoes. Oh. Yeah. You do? Brooks, Brooks came out with running shoes that have the Texas flag on them. Yes. Do these make an appearance on Casual Friday yes, at all? They do. Sometimes they nice. do. Yes, sometimes they do. Nice. <laughs> nice. I don't know that I have really any general life advice that's hard i mean it's just a my old moldy oldy you know elementary catholic school girl advice that says treat others like you want to be treated like i tell people i I Mm -hmm. really do Mm -hmm. like my daughter made a comment to me and she's like mom you work too much and i said you know i i try to treat everybody here like i would want someone to treat you guys if you were their employee I, i really do i try to treat everybody here like i would expect someone to treat me or my kids and so i think if you do that you you know, you can do the right yeah. thing. Well, especially if they're from Texas. Now, if you're not, I mean, that's a little bit questionable on <laughs> well, the sort of service you're going to get. This is what really I have mean, to do with TBP, but you can ask Mastin what she thinks about driving on the Kansas Turnpike. She <laughs> loves that. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I had never been on a road where you had to pay to get on the road on I-35 that is free in the entire state of Texas. <laughs> I went to Kansas, had to get on that intentionally came back through Missouri to avoid getting back on the th- on 35 on through Kansas because I would not pay and they don't even have to exit to get to the gas station they built the gas stations and the McDonald's in the middle so and then they got big walls on the side you can't even see anything that was the worst experience of my life I've never been back to Kansas <laughs> uh, sorry to all our Kansas listeners um, it's a great road it really is a great road it's a great road <laughs> the little the little oases in the middle, there's three across from where you come in from the Oklahoma border to the where I exit to go to my parents' house. There's three, and we always used to stop. We either stop 
well, obviously you only stop at one of three, but mm -hmm. some of them are McDonald's, some of them are Hardee's. They have a nice little store that would you pay for the gas. Wait, so why were you in Kansas? I'm confused. I was having to go up there for something. Lord knows, okay. I don't know, because I never did not go back. Um, but yeah, I mean, you couldn't even like exit to go to like stay at the, the night anywhere because you couldn't see anything because the wall's so tall. No advertising, no, no, that's no true. signs. You don't know where you are. Just like exit and slip a coin. <laughs> that's the worst experience of my yeah, life. Yeah, it's not one that you, you would want to really get off. Yes. <laughs> in a bigger city off of that yeah that's true yeah. that part is true well thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to record with us and yeah, for sharing no what problem. it was like back in the day at TBP no problem thank you thank for, you having, for us. having us thank y'all thank you for listening to the Bolt Podcast follow us on Twitter at the Bolt Pod for episode updates or reach out to us at thebolt at trinitybasin.net as always do more expect more and be more Here's what's fun, though. If you put us at half speed, we sound like we've been having some adult beverages. I'm not gonna spoil it, but that is awesome. The cutting room floor. Trey, remember the Titans. That's always fun. It's pretty great.